the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Bullington Capital Report, hosted by Bill Bullington. For the next hour, you'll receive information on current market conditions and trends that could affect your financial future. If you have a question, you can participate in today's program by calling 216-901-0945. That's 216-901-0WHK. You can also reach Bill by going to his website, BullingtonCapital.com. And now, here's Bill Bullington. Well, welcome back. Some reason it seemed like it was a really long week. <laughs> I don't, not sure why. But uh, anyway, the uh, September's been kind of historical for September's. Uh, market hasn't been doing all that well. Hasn't been crashing, so that's good news. But the uh, it, typically August September are not very good months for stocks in general. You, know, you wouldn't want to make. Uh, too much out of that because occasionally they will do well during those months, but uh, more often than not, it's a uh, pretty slow. Um, it's be really interesting to see what's going to happen up over the next few weeks, few months, actually. And uh, I think today we'll start off talking a little bit about the economy, uh, markets in general. Then the second portion of today's show, right after the commercial break, We'll start talking about alternatives for fixed income. And I know that for a lot of people that it, it seems kind of boring, but here's the thing. When you look at how much money is invested in fixed income, it's, it's almost half. It's almost half of all the money on the planet. So it's kind of a big deal, especially with a 10-year treasury only paying 1.3%, and which is up a lot. From where from its lows, uh, which means if you bought if the treasuries when they were at their lows and got less than one percent interest, now that the interest rate's up to one point three, you've you've actually lost money on the bonds. You haven't lost a ton of money, but you know it's still it's not a uh, that's not fun. And a lot of that's going to happen. It's going to continue to happen for the next you know five ten years. I think uh, Powell said for the foreseeable future. So we're going to talk about that because it's a big deal. There's an awful lot of money. There are people that are are nervous about financial markets and they're wondering what they should do. And the bottom line is you should probably do what most people should have always been doing. And that's holding a balanced account that is in stocks, um, bonds, I would Treasury bonds, short-term treasury bonds, that's what they put in money market accounts. I'm not sure how many people don't realize that. There are actually government bonds that are super short-term in nature, so it's really hard to get safer than that. And if you're going to buy bonds, I have bonds, but they're extremely short-term in nature and and, uh, 
quite frankly, Fidelity's managing the whole thing. So um, they're actually one of the bigger bond managers in the world, if not the largest. So and I don't really expect to make a lot of money on there. And what I really expect to do with it is if the market, or not, I shouldn't say if, when the market goes down, I'll rebalance the portfolio just like I had scheduled it right from the very beginning. And what happens then if, is if the market's down, if the stock market's down, I'll sell some of the money out of the bonds and put it in stocks automatically. How is that automatic? Well, let, let's say you started off with a, a 70-30 split. Let's see, uh, I think I'm 75-25 now. But the uh, was 80-20 for a long time. Got a little bit more conservative here just lately. Not a lot. You know, 75% of your money in the stock market is a, uh, that's not conservative. <laughs> so uh, 25% short-term fixed income, including the uh, one of the nationwide products that we talk about so often. And uh, we will be talking about that again a little bit later in today's show because it, it I think it makes perfect sense given this environment. I like that. I like the uh, stuff that you can put a guarantee under. That, that's nice. Uh, getting a guarantee, even if it is uh, from an insurance company, you want to make sure that they're A plus rated. But you have to remember, that's not a government agency; it's an insurance company. But I like I like the fact that they're willing to stand behind that, and then that allows me to be more flexible on the stock side or the the risk side of the equation, and uh, it works out per- pretty well. Why am I holding stocks? You might be asking. Since I said that you know interest rates may be flat or down or negative for the next ten years, well, you know the easiest reason that I can come up with is that there aren't any other choices, and um, and and I think that they're good choices. I think that you've got valuations are a little high on certain areas. Yep, that's absolutely true, but I don't think they're as high as. Uh, um, they could be, and I think they can go higher, especially when you're looking at across broadly diversified portfolios. So, by the way, the last part of today's show, again, we're, I am going to cover the individual stocks because so many people have been asking for it uh, weekly. And if you see something that you would, or if you hear something and you'd like more information on it, or you'd like me to talk about something, go to my website. Just uh, jot me a note there. There's a contact us form. And so I am, I'm going to take the last portion of today's show. We're going to talk about stocks that are going up really fast right now. That's kind of one of the things that uh, I like to focus on. Small part of my money, not a large portion anymore. Um, stocks are too fast and I'm too busy. Uh, and uh, boy, if you could uh, be inside my office one day, uh, you'd, you'd be going, wow, <laughs> you guys do a lot. Yes. We do. So, and, uh, but I still love it. You know, it's, it's something that I think when you've done it your entire lifetime, it's hard to just say, you know, I'm going to put that away, even though I know that there are several funds that I own that have beaten me. Yeah, I still like doing it. And it's, you know, it's been very good, extremely good. But it's very time-consuming, and uh, and it's actually riskier, and there's more volatility. So the only reason 
to do individual stocks is because you really like them. Because the chances of you, in the long run, beating by a significant margin the fund, the stock portfolios that we use ETFs for uh, over a complete market cycle are pretty remote. I mean, the chances just aren't super good. So it's a, uh, um, the only reason to do it is because you like doing it. You know, just get a thrill out of it. And, I, and I, I'll tell you this, I, I have done better than the uh, overall market. You know, we started that website a few years ago, look out for the bull, pick the stocks from the, the lists that they publish, that Mike publishes every day. And from that list, using the um, math, the 1% rule, everything is, is laid out there. What we're doing is laid out on that website and it's free. But, uh, and as I'm running those scans and that, that's actually one of the things that, that kind of gives me a little bit of an advantage, I think over the average, uh, advisor out there is having managed money, the actual accounts themselves, not being someone who just looked at what mutual funds were doing. I think it gives you a better appreciation. And it's one of the reasons I, I continue to talk about it. It gives you an appreciation for how financial markets actually work. And if you have a better appreciation for how something works, you have more confidence in it. And giving you more confidence is going to lead to higher returns. Over time, it's just going to lead to higher returns, which brings to mind, I just sent out a newsletter. Actually, I just sent it out this morning to anybody that, that to all my clients and people that have signed up to get newsletters. And there were a couple of articles in there uh, that I think are very appropriate for today. One was about resilience. To be an investor, you have to be pretty resilient. Okay. And a lot of people are. But um, I think being resilient, part of being resilient is understanding and, and knowing what to expect. If you understand that stock markets are going to fluctuate a lot and you know that and you you expect that, then you can plan and it is so much easier than all these fancy software packages I have, you know, that, that use a bunch of four and five syllable words to explain things. That part really, uh, um, <laughs> I just feel bad for the public to go through all that stuff. It, it's a lot. And it took me several years. You know, I was in the industry and it was amazing. Now, one of the reasons, incidentally, that it, takes so long as first of all there's a lot of language that you have to learn just to realize what you don't have to pay attention to some things sound super important and i think even this is going way way back when peter lynch's uh books he talked about the m1 the money supply they used to throw that thing around like it was you know really something extremely valuable they don't even talk about it anymore and he was laughing about it. He thought it compared it to a uh, um, something, a dry cleaner. I forget. One hour Martinizing. Anybody ever figure out what that is? And for a lot of uh, people, that that's an old, I am really aging myself here. That is hilarious. If you're a millennial, you have no idea what I am talking about. Yeah. Hey, what, who comes after millennial? I don't know what that is either. But anyway. So if you, get, if you go to hear something here that you'd like more information on, uh, just go to my website. Most things are relatively simple. I think the uh, um, economy has actually been doing quite well, which is 
kind of mind-boggling to an awful lot of people. And I get it. You know, it's a, uh, everybody was hearing the pandemic and was panicking and, you know, this is it. This is the big one. Nah. Uh, it actually, what it did is it, it literally caused a lot of economic growth. And did they print money to pay for it? Yes, they did. Uh, is that going to come back in a way of inflation? It already is. You know, you're getting higher inflation. So you got to be careful, which means you're probably going to have to have some money in stocks if you plan to do better than inflation because at current interest rates, you know, that's just not possible. You, you can't keep up with inflation safely anyway. Yeah, you can't keep up with inflation in bonds or CDs, particularly when you take into account the amount of taxes that you're going to pay because you still have to pay taxes on that less than 1% CD that you've got or the 1.3% 10-year government bond where you're obligated for 10 years. You can sell it beforehand, but the price is going to fluctuate. And uh, getting 1.3% that's taxable, um, leased by the uh, federal government, that's not uh, all that cool. Very hard to make a living doing that. So what do you have left? You've got stocks. You've got dividend-paying stocks. And Normally when I'm talking about stocks, I'm, I'm typically talking about using stock funds and uh, um, that have certain qualities or characteristics. You got to be really careful with that. There are th- there are more stocks than there are. I'm sorry. There are more funds than there are stocks for them to invest in. And so there are a lot of funds that are, are not taking uh, precautions, or you know they are taking precautions. I shouldn't say that. A lot of them are extremely aggressive by design, and when one of them gets lucky. It you know looks like it looks great. Your one three five year returns look awesome, but when the luck runs out, you know that, that's another story. How do you know the difference between luck running out and just having a market correction? Well, that that's where you have to spend some time. You got to go in and look at the holdings and those funds that you're thinking about investing in. Now, hopefully, this is see this is actually what you pay an advisor to do is to go in and look for these funds, look at the holdings, try to figure out which funds are uh, not just lucky, that actually have stocks in them that are are selling at a, at a range that's not too overly priced, which means that you may have to know how to figure out what an overpriced stock is. And that's not all that simple to do, but especially today, I mean, even, even the people who have been around markets for decades. We're looking at these things. We're looking at a 10-year treasury yield, 1.3. We have, we've seen it slightly lower than that, but that's just been within the last 24 months. You know, and that was the first time in history since they began issuing treasury bonds that the interest rates got that low. Think about that for a second. It's the first time. So we're all looking at this and going, wow, this is challenging. <laughs> so don't feel bad if you're out there and you, you, know, you feel like it's challenging. But I'm here to tell you, I, I go back and I'll look and I'll look at, there are certain videos I like to watch on YouTube. There are certain books I like to get back out and read because everybody needs a reconfirmation. You know, and uh, you need to be able to 
go back, look at this stuff and say, oh, yeah, yeah, this has happened before. Not exactly the same way, but it's really close. And every time it's happened in the past, you've gone out five or ten years out into the future from that point. Nine out of ten times, stocks are higher. And for the one out of ten times that they're not higher, they're almost break even. So that's, I guess, what I'd like to keep our today's message. Just really focus on the super long term. Don't think about the next couple of years. If you're thinking about the next couple of years, you're making a mistake. Even if you're already drawing money from your accounts to be able to supplement your your income in retirement, even if you're already at that stage, or let's say you're just getting to that stage, you still want to have 10-year time horizons. You're going to want to have a, a larger portion of your money into short-term bonds that are highly liquid, high quality. Are you going to make much money in there? Not really, but it's there for safety. That's what you're including it for. Now, if you don't need much in the way of income, let, let's say you only needed to take 2% of whatever your assets were worth. All right. Well, you can, there are a bunch of dividend funds out there that have dividend yields around 2% that are also investing in companies that are growing really fast. Okay, so you've got the best of both worlds there. But that's for somebody who only needs to take out 2%. And you, you could literally, you could afford at that point to be able to invest probably 100% of your money in stocks. It's going to be a bumpy ride, um, but you can put, you can take it. Because if you've got enough money to live off of 2%, that's a lot of money. I hear the music. I can't believe how fast that first segment went. <laughs> anyway, you're listening to Bill Bullington right here on 1420. Stay tuned. I'll be right back. Bill Bullington. I'm here every Saturday morning. If you hear anything you like here, you can go to my website, BullingtonCapital.com. You can ask for more information on that. I'd be glad to provide it to you. And uh, I think what I'm going to do going forward, I've been working with Morningstar forever. And Morningstar has got some professional software that uh, gives us access to a ton of different things. And they're not shy about charging for it either. (laughs) But I think I'm going to revisit. It's been a long time since I've asked them about how uh, I can license their material to be able to use it and and talk about things on the program uh, where I can actually provide um, the pieces of of information through email. So hopefully that's not as, uh, um, I don't know, I don't know what to call it, restrictive as it has been in the past. 
typically it, it's reserved for just those people that are, are your clients or who are thinking about becoming a client that have come in and, you know, you can share information with them. So uh, we'll see what, what happens with that. But I can always look at the end results and just tell you how that went. Um, that's just a whole verbal thing. So anyway, if you have any requests, you'd like to see anything, maybe there's a fund out there that you've uh, seen, you'd like to be, um, you'd like me to run an illustration, we call them hypothetical illustrations, you can compare it to whatever you want to compare it to. Um, I can do that kind of stuff because I'm just talking about it rather than sending out the information. And uh, you do have to be careful, though, when you're talking about this stuff. See, as an investment advisor, we don't have First Amendment rights. We can't say whatever we want to say. Our, our, we have to follow a certain format and a certain protocol. And uh, hang on one second. You know, this kills me. You know, you never really own your own technology, by the way. When you go buy a computer from somewhere, the uh, uh, there's already software on it. And the software is trying to take over my machine right now. <laughs> so uh, um, I'm here fighting fighting it off. It's like I need that kind of uh, help. <laughs> anyway, I did want to talk a little bit about here's an income product. You know, I always try to take the second 15 minutes of every show and we talk a little bit about the fixed arena. Uh, I was looking at the, the bonds and uh, across the world. Interest rates are incredibly low on bonds. And I think in uh, a couple countries, they're actually still negative. So they're charging, yes, um, they're charging to hold your money for you and keep it safe. That's interesting. I hope that never gets that way here. Uh, it doesn't look like it will. And uh, at some point in time, you would think, you would think that they may have to raise interest rates. But, you know, I've said for a long time, almost 10 years now that it'd be really difficult to do that because we have so much debt. Every time you raise the interest rates by 1% or so, you're talking about major expenditures coming from the federal government. So I just can't imagine anybody being um, brave enough to raise interest rates. And then all of a sudden, you know, you have to take that money from somewhere. It's going to come from other government programs. So you'd have to cut way back. But we'll see. From the, in the meantime, here's what I did. I took an illustration, and I, and I think what I'll do every week uh, for this this time period is I'm just going to take one particular scenario, and uh, I'm taking one that I see quite often, and I'll I'll run a little illustration for it. And if you want to see more information on it, you can feel free. Um, just got a, just got a text by the way. <laughs> Oh, so you, you can feel free to request information on this. And here's the scenario. Okay. Somebody who is 66 years old, which means another 12 months, they're going to be eligible for full Social Security. And they're going to retire. Going to be able, eligible for full Social Security and they're going to retire. So they want to see how much money they could get. Um, they've got $100,000 laying around. I use 100,000 because it's just easy. The math is easy. It's, uh, so if they did that, let's say they, they took 100,000 bucks, they invested it in the, the product that I'm uh, talking about. It's a nationwide product. It's called New Heights 9, or actually New Heights Select. That's what it's called. If you want to see the website on this, just feel free to hit me up. I'll be glad to send you a link to the website. 
and a link to this illustration. So anyway, the guaranteed lifetime income on 100000 bucks starting next year, you got to wait a year, is 5956 Okay, And that's, that's guaranteed by Nationwide for as long as you live. Now they invest the money in a fund. The, uh, the fund, it doesn't matter how well the fund performs, they're going to still pay that $5,956. Even if the fund performed really poorly, and let's say the market crashed and, and they, or you just, you lived for 25 years and it ran out of money or you lived for 10 years. And because it was a horrible 10 year time period, the money was gone. They would continue to pay that $5,956 until you die. So that's one of the things I really like about that. Or, or when, um, it's actually the, the biggest thing I like about it. $5,956 a year. That's, you know, five point nine five percent of what you started with it's not five point nine five percent of the whole thing because you had to wait a year to be able to uh, collect on it but when you think about that and you're looking at cd rates less than one percent well let's say you got one percent on a cd you found a 12 month cd for one percent okay so one percent on a hundred thousand is a thousand bucks and uh that that's one of the reasons that people are looking at this that's not like a CD, by the way. CD, you can cash it in and uh, take your money back. This, you wouldn't want to, well, you might want to cash it in. It depends. If, if the investments did really well and you had more money than you took out, you could take it out. This one's got a penalty, though, before you, uh, I think it lasts for nine years. So you, you might still get back slightly less than you put into it. This is really for people who are looking for that income, the, the people that are saying, you know, I've got a certain amount of money and I really wouldn't mind guaranteeing an income off of a portion of it. That's who this is for. Somebody who's looking to uh, invest and at some point take an income because if you don't take it next year, it actually goes up to $6,461 a year after that. And then if you don't take it, that year, it'll go to $6,980 the year after that. Every year that goes by for the next 10 years, they're guaranteeing to raise that by 7%. Okay. Now, that's all the income. That's what we've been talking about is just the income. And uh, In fact, I think the income guarantees on this are probably better than most people are going to do in the stock market. That's why I'm talking about it. I haven't talked about these things my entire career up until about, well, I mean, my career, yeah, no, no, they didn't, they didn't exist. <laughs> when I left the brokerage community to start my own company, these products didn't exist. So yeah, first time in my career, I started talking about these just a little bit over maybe a year and a half ago, two years. I saw a bunch of products out there and I wasn't really that impressed with them. I thought the expenses were too high, but this is a, uh, this is a good one. So if you want to see, um, you know, what this might work out to for you, Please just hit me up, send me an email. I'll send you a link. You can put your uh, age in there and the kind of money that you're thinking about investing. It'll show you what the income is going to be. It's that simple. Where would I use this? I would use this for a portion of someone's portfolio. The uh, um, portion that's going to take a big portion of their fixed income because I just cannot see bonds keeping up with this. Uh, I just can't, you know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they will. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put a whole lot of money on that. 
So the other one that I wanted to talk about today too, there's another product and it's called an investment only annuity. That's a, that's a very new concept. This one has a really high, the, the one I was, uh, the first one I mentioned, the one we were just talking about, or the, somebody who's 66 and is going to be eligible for full social security next year, puts a hundred thousand bucks in, it's going to get $5,900 a year. That's a, uh, that's a high rate. That's a very high rate. This other one has a 4% rider that, that's a, uh, that you can start taking money out of right away. And it's guaranteed to pay out 4%. That's a much lower rate, but you can invest in mutual funds, regular mutual funds, like from Fidelity Vanguard. There are 350 some odd funds in there. Um, you can invest in those funds 100% and they'll still guarantee a 4% income on that. So it has the potential to grow a lot faster than this. A, because you're allowed to invest up to 100% of your money in stocks. B, the expense ratios on this product are so low that the probabilities of you making a, a good return on your stocks, it really depends on how long you may live and what the stock market does over the next you know few years. The, uh, the other big difference is it doesn't have these, the um, surrender penalty like this one does. So there's no surrender. You can actually put money into it, take it out a week later. You know, and you get whatever you put in. If you put it in the money market, they'll get all your money back. There's no fees or penalties to do that. That's pretty good. Between these two, quite frankly, you really wouldn't need to do anything else. Now, I still have my traditional um, stock portfolios where I have mostly exchange-traded funds that invest in a broad, you know, diversified portfolio. I like to try to pick up those that have alphas that are in the top 20%. That's, you don't have to worry about knowing what I just said there. <laughs> it's just, it's just something to look at. I can explain that in a meeting, you know, one-on-one, -on -one, but the, uh, or on a phone call. So I've, I've screened those funds. I've picked those funds out myself and based on the, the, past performance and also reading the description of what they're actually doing. That that's, that's a big deal. So anyway, and this one, uh, this annuity product, it's an investment only. And you know, so many people get so hung up on that. Uh, the cost is extremely low in these products compared to other annuities. That that's one of the things I really like about it. So if you're looking for growth, and you're looking for some guarantees as well. And you're looking for tax deferral. If this is a, a non-IRA account, it's tax deferred. So you don't get a 1099 unless you start taking money out of it. And when you do start taking money out of it, the, uh, depending on how you take it out, you could actually lower the taxes there as well. So just giving you a lot to think about. And again, my website's Bullington Capital. You want to talk about it, feel free to hit me up. Uh, I'll send you a link. I'll send you links to both uh, of those areas, both products. And it is, for me, it's a peace of mind. If I know I can put my money into an investment and I'm going to get a minimum rate of return right now for an individual, I'm going to get 4%. And that, that's a lot higher than a CD. It's not like the 5.9% that the 67-year-old is going to get next year it's, it's a little bit less than that 
but I can invest it 100% into the, the top fund families in the country, actually in the world for that matter, and it has a chance to go up, but it can't go down. Okay, so the income can't go down. The investments can drop, but they will guarantee the income no matter what happens to the investment. So when you're getting closer to that retirement age, or if you're already retired and you're worried that you know you might run out of money, you might want to take a look at one of these because they can help you. They can help you a lot. Now, let's say that you just are dead set against annuities. A lot of people are. You know, I was really against them up until the last you know, 18 months or so when they these developments came out. Actually, the one I've, I've used for quite a while, um, Nationwide bought this company called Jefferson National, who was the inventor of the investment, or, or well, was the owner of the least expensive investment-only annuity in the country. And Nationwide just bought them out uh, a couple of years ago. So that's how Nationwide uh, ended up getting into that that business. And it's a good one. And adding some of the benefits on there, that, that's pretty good. You can add them um, at the beginning, you need to add them in the beginning and make it really complicated if you try to do it down the road. But I mean, you could technically, theoretically anyway, but I don't think that would be a good idea. If you have the guarantees, you can always, uh, take the guarantees off. So I feel like I'm uh, probably just confusing everybody right now. <laughs> so here's the thing to remember. You can invest in mutual funds, even if it's taxable money, it can be tax deferred, which means you won't get a 1099. You can get a guarantee on them and you can get your money back out without paying any penalties. I like to call it the Gumby annuity because it's so flexible. And if you'd like more information on either one of those, you know, it, it's wouldn't be, it's not prudent to go out and say everybody should do this because I don't know what your situation is. If I, if I know what your situation is, I can make recommendations. If you'd like me to, and there's no cost for you to set up a phone call. So, and now I will definitely leave that where that is. Um, between those two products, I think you fit every category. I have vast majority of my money in ETFs and, uh, I have money in these products. So it's a, I think it's a great idea. I really do. And, uh, but I also like stocks. I mean, I really like stocks. I don't, I don't know if you've noticed, but I guess I'll have to wait until after the, the uh, commercial messages to tell you what I've noticed. <laughs> You're listening to Bill Bullington right here on 1420. Stay tuned because I will be right back. And we're back. Hey, my name is Bill Bullington. Feel free to reach out to me. Go to my website, bullingtoncapital.com. If you heard any information that you thought was interesting, I'd be glad to send you some more information about it so that you can read it at your leisure. And you can call me back if you still have questions. So, hey, that wire, Wyatt works. They have awesome commercials, don't they? 
I think I'm going to uh, call them. I have to get a, a, a water softener to put in my place. So, uh, but anyway, I just I love the commercials. Anyway, we're going to talk a little bit about stocks now, and I can hear the little uh, voices going up. Yay! The uh, there are a lot of people out there who who just like this portion of it, and you know I do too. Um, there are I still do it with a, a portion of my money. Uh, it's enough that if I lost it, it would hurt. <laughs> it would be painful. Uh, but it's not enough to ruin my retirement plans. And that's kind of a key. Incidentally, I've been working like when in my spare time, like the spare time I don't have. The, uh, but to put out just a little guide towards retirement planning, I everybody in my industry makes it so difficult. It's like they're members of Congress or something. They, uh, they want to put out a law that's 2,200 pages when 10 you know, would do very, very well. And if the 2,200 pages were absolutely necessary, you know, great. For the vast majority of people, you know, it's not that hard. Retirement planning is not that hard. You have to sit down, gather together all the sources of income you're going to have. So Social Security or pension whatever you got. Maybe you've got some rental property. You can include that in there if you'd like to. But take whatever your sources of income are and then take whatever savings you have saved up and use 4.5% of that. Now, I used to say 5 and even 6, but the returns have not been nearly as high as they have been. And 4.5% is recommended by the largest asset manager on the planet. So I figure they probably know a thing or two about managing money because you can't be the largest. You can't be bigger than Fidelity and Vanguard without being good. <laughs> it just ain't happening. So anyway, that, that's the recommendation. I'm going to stick with that. So if you take 4.5% of whatever your savings, add that to your Social Security, add that to your um, any other sources of income that you might have, and and there you go. That That's what you could reasonably expect you know, in retirement. Now, I've heard people saying a whole bunch of other stuff and I've heard some stuff from some firms that I thought were really you know, on the up and up. And some of the stuff I've heard, I'm going, whoa, you know that you need to explain that. I understand what they're talking about, but the average person out there does not. That's somebody in the marketing department going haywire doesn't have a uh, doesn't have a securities license because they wouldn't be saying stuff like that. <laughs> anyway, the uh, you want to. Uh, I always like to plan for the worst, hope for the best. That's kind of, and that's what I feel like, you know, that four and a half percent rule is you're going to plan. You should be able to make it through almost any type of environment. A big portion of that is going to be stocks. You're going to have to have some stocks in the portfolio, some way, shape or form, some way, shape or form. Now, whether you do it through separately managed accounts through a, you know, one of these big banks or big brokerage firms, uh, whether you do it through, a portfolio of exchange traded funds like the ones we manage. That's my favorite way of doing it now because I know exactly what I'm getting when I do that. I can select them based on not just performance, but how did you actually make the money? Because if you go just for performance, the ones that got lucky are going to make it into your, uh, your resources and you won't know when to get back out a something that's, that's I'll give an example. Dividends have gone up five years in a row. They've raised dividends five years in a row. Five years in a row, their profit margins 
have either stayed stable or have increased. Five years in a row, their revenues have gone up. Now I'm looking at numbers that are meaningful. I just described a specific ETF out there. And it's using logic. And the logic is based on math, not emotions. Why is that important? Well, because it's duplicatable. It it worked for a reason. Those were the reasons. The fact that it had positive earnings, the positive that the earnings actually grew, that the sales grew. That does that mean it's going to go that way forever? No. And when the sales don't grow, it's going to be ejected from that fund. No thought about it. Gone. And that's kind of what you need to do. And it's very reassuring to me. I've been around long enough to see these things come from where they're. I remember when they first started exchange-traded funds. I remember leaving the brokerage firm I worked for because I wanted to do more work in that area. And I, quite frankly, I thought that they would advance much quicker than they did. So I was about 10 years early. <laughs> but eventually they did, and now they're where, exactly where I thought they would be around 10 years ago. Um, so better late than never. Would have been nicer to build easier but besides all that the you know this is the last segment of today's show and i always promised uh i'll talk about the individual stocks so i'm going to do that i'm going to talk about individual stocks because this is what i did and by the way the criteria for these stocks the stocks that i'm talking about is uh are all the same they've all met the same criteria so i really like using math better than emotions uh and if you want to learn more about this just go to look out for the bull everything's been written there uh, these stocks came up on that list that Mike Seeger puts out every week. And uh, it, it's harder than it looks. It's not hard intellectually. I mean, I could teach fifth graders how to do this pretty quickly. I can't give them the, uh, I can't give people the courage that they need because it does take some courage to buy a stock. I mean, buying one single stock sometimes, you're, you're sitting there and should I hit this button or should I click the mouse and buy the stock or should I not? It takes a certain amount of courage to do that. And so for those of you that have that courage, great. This is for you. And the first stock that came up was Travel Centers of America. The symbol is TA. And the reason I'm I'm even talking about it is I really like the chart pattern there. I like the chart pattern. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. It's got a market cap of about $657 million. This is according to Y charts, by the way. So in its revenue is five point nine billion. That's a lot. That's a lot. So the market value is not a high number relative to the amount of revenues it's doing. Profit margins for a business like that aren't that high. Okay. But I got a feeling it's probably worth something a little bit more than what it's selling for right now. Maybe two or three times more. Okay. So it's at forty five bucks. That stock back in two thousand seven was at two hundred and forty dollars. And back in 2015, it had gotten as high as 88 bucks, and it's at $45 now. So all I'm saying is that it came up on the scan, and I like the way the chart looks. Follow the rules if you're going to invest in these things. Do not buy and hold this. This is not a, a buy and hold stock. This is a buy and watch. <laughs> this is a buy and put a trailing stop on the stock. Stock, Okay. So if uh, anybody goes and buys and holds this and it crashes, I'm going to bring this show back up and say, 
you you got to listen. You got to pay attention if you want to get ahead. Now, here's something. Um, Murphy USA, this says it's a, a uh, the symbol is MUSA. Also, super nice looking chart. Let me go and see what they do because I have a feeling that this is not what Telechart. Telechart, by the way, is the program that I use to do the scanning. Huh. Uh, that's interesting. It's like a, uh, they go, it's a gas station line. That is a riot. I've seen this stock come up many times. It's similar as MUSA, by the way. Closed at 166. Was up 4.4% on about six times its average daily volume. That's huge. Uh, for all you people out there that know anything about William O'Neill, it just broke above the handle on the cup and handle pattern. Uh, for anybody else, it was uh, up a lot on big volume, closed right near the high of the day. And again, symbols MUSA. I don't think it's anything earth shattering. They don't have, it's not like, you know, they've got a new product that's going to um, do pull an Amazon. Uh, they're lines of gas stations, but the valuation is relatively cheap. It's relatively low and the stock is moving. So meets my criteria. And uh, there's this other company. This, these companies come up all the time. Rush Enterprises, uh, auto and truck dealerships. I don't know anything about that business. I know the price of sales ratios are generally pretty low, and this one is low. Uh, it was just up a lot on big volume, and it closed near near the high of the day. And the chart looks good. So that's a uh, well, here's one that uh, interesting. Wow, I've I've purchased this one. And it almost shook me out. I'm glad I bought it when I did because I would have gotten stopped out had I bought it at a slightly different time. So that's uh, that's kind of nice. And here's one that looks good. This is Molina Healthcare. Hey, wonder why a healthcare stock would be running. Just kidding. <laughs> Those guys are probably uh, unbelievably busy. Yeah. Wow. Looking back, this one's a. Uh, oh, that's interesting. I like the chart on it. It's a. Uh, uh, pretty decent. Methanix Corporation. MEOH. Let me see if I can get down there. Here's here's an old favorite. It's come up a ton of times. I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but it's Q-D-E-L. Take a look at that. Now that you hear the music, that means my show is definitely over. I promise next week I'll spend a few more minutes talking about these. And uh, have a good weekend, everybody. Good luck and good investing. You just caught another edition of the Bullington Capital Report, broadcasting every Saturday at 11 a.m. on AM 1420, The Answer. If you have a question and you'd like to speak to Bill personally, you can call him at 330-664-0700. That's 330-664-0700. Or online at BullingtonCapital.com. That's BullingtonCapital.com. The preceding program has been paid for by Bullington Capital Management, LLC. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.